Hey everyone, thanks for listening. In professional networking, LinkedIn is a pivotal platform for individuals and organizations aiming to broaden their connections and enhance their industry presence. With over 1 billion members in more than 200 countries and territories worldwide, LinkedIn's influence on professional networking and content dissemination cannot be overstated. The art of social engagement, mainly through comments, emerges as a cornerstone for fostering meaningful interactions and propelling visibility. Yet, as artificial intelligence begins to automate aspects of these engagements, it prompts a deeper examination of authenticity, efficiency, and the evolving landscape of digital communication. In this episode, we are joined by Bogomil Stoev, co-founder and CMO of Commenter AI, to discuss the critical need for social engagement and how AI is automating these conversations at scale. To support the show, visit chrishood.com slash show, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, follow us on social media, or you can email me directly, show at chrishood.com. I'm Chris Hood, and let's get connected. Connecting. Access granted. The Chris Hood Digital Show, where global business and technology leaders meet to discuss strategy, innovation, and digital acceleration. Five, four, three, two, one. Your digital evolution starts now. Here's your host, Chris Hood. Welcome to the show. Bogomil, would you mind introducing yourself? Hello, hello. Thank you very much, Chris, for having me. It's an amazing pleasure to be here. So yeah, I'm um, Bogomil. Um, I'm from Bulgaria. I'm the co-founder of uh, Commenter AI, the ecosystem that is helping you to engage and achieve more on on LinkedIn. I'm also a marketer with more than 15 years of experience with two brand exits behind my back. And now I'm on a mission to to help more people to achieve whatever they want on LinkedIn with with their comments. Well, let's start with the engagement part because we were discussing this a little bit before we started recording. We see a lot of people who are actively posting on LinkedIn or even other social media platforms, but that's all they do. They just post it and then they let it go. How critical is that engagement piece? Yeah, uh, it's actually very strange that uh, people do something which is called in the LinkedIn language of posting and ghosting. So, and and then expecting something to happen. There is one principle that I was able to learn during my journey of uh, becoming uh, a great commenter is that actually in order to get like receive comments on on your posts you need first to go and provide a lot more comments like it is more like give 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 and then get get but the thing is that people expect that because they have an amazing background amazing knowledge they have a lot to share they write amazingly well people will be there for them and engage with their content but it's not how actually LinkedIn is built. First of all, LinkedIn is, is not um, your blog. 
it's actually a social platform, which means that it stimulates engagement. So if you just post, this is like taking something out of LinkedIn. But in order to give to LinkedIn, you need to engage. Like you're somehow giving, of course, to LinkedIn by posting content. But LinkedIn is also very much interested in in commenting. That's why like if you don't have any engagement on your post, it's it's very much... Uh, a zero impression post, which means it's not going to do any good to you. That's why many top creators, which have like hundreds of thousands of followers on LinkedIn, they um, they're preaching the same thing. And it is that if I have to start from the beginning, I would spend five, six, or ten times the time that I'm spending on writing a post to commenting or I wouldn't post at all for quite some time and I would just comment. And then when I start building my network, then this is when I'm going to start posting content. So it's definitely very critical to to engage on LinkedIn. Well, let's start with the process because as you're talking, I'm thinking through I write a blog post, I go and I post it on LinkedIn, I'm sharing it with my network, and then I'm waiting. And you get a couple of people who like it, but there's no comments. How do you start building that engagement from scratch? Okay, that's a great question. So first, here is a small hack. The algorithm of LinkedIn starts to push your content a little bit more if you start engaging with people 15, at least 15 minutes before you post, it's better to actually start, let's say, 30 minutes or even better, one hour before you post to start commenting on different people. Like for LinkedIn, it doesn't matter who are these people, but for you, it matters. So here is the second tip that I have for you. Commenting on people on the news feed, it's it's okay to to become better commenter. But if you have uh, if you want to have a better strategy, then it's better to make a list with three type of people. The first type of people should be your target audience or ideal clients. The second type of audience should be the big influencers in your niche, and the third type of audience should be your competitors. Over time, you have a fourth column in your uh, your spreadsheet, which will be your supporters. Like I already mentioned, it's very important to have a network and you build and you keep a network by constantly supporting your people. That's why it's it's very important to have this four cone, but it should be built over time. In the beginning, you should start with with this with these three combs. And when you post, then you shouldn't leave, like you mentioned. It's important to stay there for at least 30 minutes and engage with all the people that have commented under your post or 
if you don't get any comments in the in the meantime to actually go and engage with other people while you're waiting for the comments to come and when they start coming engage with as many as possible in this 30 minutes of time and then this is how you are pushing the algorithm more because it sees that there is engagement going on in your post which means that it's interesting then it will push it more to other people and other connections of yours so i really like what you're saying and i think one of those challenges that individuals have is maybe there's a feeling of uncomfortableness with the type of engagement or the type of comments you've probably seen this before for anyone who is trying to better understand this if you go to a popular post you'll see a whole bunch of comments and the individual who shared or wrote that content will even as simply as say, well, thank you for reading. It doesn't have to be a full, long, thought out process, right? It it can just be thanks. Appreciate that. Is there really a concern, a legitimate concern for people to be thinking about when they're doing this level of engagement? I suppose you're talking about the replies to the comments when someone has commented under your post. Absolutely not. Actually, this is showing a care that you care that this person has decided to spend some time, invest some time to read your post and engage with you. So even saying thank you, appreciate you is enough in some cases. It really depends was was the comment, of course. If it if there is a question like answering with thank you, it it, it sounds very strange. That's that's for sure. But most of the comments there just saying the opinion of the of the person so just uh, accepting this and saying thank you very much for your great comment appreciate your support or something like that it's it's more than enough so it's definitely not looking spammy and people appreciate it and when you become a a, a big creator a top creator on linkedin actually people expect that so if you stop doing that they'll start blaming you and like saying you you are ignoring me like you don't like me so i won't engage anymore with you because you are engaging with everybody else not with me even though there are probably 300 other comments which don't have a response but you know there are some people that will feel somehow offended that you're not saying even a thank you so it's definitely it is definitely important for the network building to be there for people and show that you have read their comment. Going back to something you said earlier, the hack that you presented and network building, I like this concept of beginning to engage with other content before you post. Now, if I'm thinking through this, it does more than just hack the algorithm and bring more traffic into you, but it has the potential of building your network as well, right? Because what's happening is by the time those individuals read your comments, then they're coming to check out your profile, and then they are potentially asking to connect with you, and then ultimately they're reading your content as well. 
that's all part of this, correct? Absolutely. You, you, you have nailed it. That's the idea. And something else that happens is that when you engage with someone, someone new, for example, what often happens, like you said, is that they'll check your profile. And if they are seasoned enough on LinkedIn, they know that it's good to reciprocate and go and engage with, with your content too. So you have just attracted a new person who will engage with your content. So I opened up saying that there's engagement is one side of the equation. The other side is sentiment, understanding how your customers are viewing your content. Is there something to be learned about the amount of engagement or the lack of engagement in relation to what those customers think about your brand? Yeah, I think that it matters, but uh, of course it depends on the content. Like if it is uh, purely promotional, like very much related to what you are saying, uh, selling, sorry, uh, then it, it really matters. But if you are talking about as a whole, like uh, principles of selling, let's say you're a sales management with uh, uh, consulting sales managers, then talking about selling as a whole and then getting engagement or not getting engagement at all, it's not saying anything about your brand. But if you are talking about a specific feature in your software, you make a post about that and then you see people start saying different things about it, then you can get some uh, feedback about um, what they think about this feature, how they feel about it, and what's the sentiment about it. But if you don't have any engagement at all, then I would say that your presentation is bad and people don't care about it at all. And they're probably not your customers and they will probably not be your customers. So I would say it's more like a feedback on your writing than on your feature. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. There, I, I do feel, uh, especially for entrepreneurs and startups, they're writing content with no target in mind and they're just tossing it out there and they're trying to promote it to anybody and everybody. And maybe it's good content, maybe it's not, maybe it's not clear enough. Putting the content aside, if you are getting people who are engaging with that content, odds are that's your target. And those individuals who are not engaging with your content, odds are that's not your target. But then they still keep trying to go through the same process, hoping to either convert people or grow their consumer base but you have to pay very close attention to that demographic and continue to write content that is attracting the people who are already engaging with you because that's going to further pinpoint exactly who your target audience is. I, I totally agree with you. And um, one thing that I want to um, highlight is that what I see is that most people, they just start writing and they don't do their homework, their foundations. They forget that the first thing that you should start with is actually figuring out who are these guys? What is their profile? 
how you can write to them when you don't know who are them. Like one of the biggest mistakes that still many companies, even very big companies are doing is that they're trying to be talking to everyone. Like they can afford to do that. So, you know, this uh, old saying of like learning from those that are ahead of you. So this is something that um, also many people do as mistake. Like we are humans. We love comparing with others. We love chasing our competitors and tracking what, what they're doing. But sometimes we forget a very important thing and it is that they're on a different stage than us. So we start from ground zero, for example, they're on level 10 and then they're talking to everyone because they can afford that. But we can't afford to talk to everyone because we have no one in our buyers list, right? So that's why when we are starting, it's very, very important to know who we are talking about. And when we are growing, then we can slowly start scaling this type of of people and add new profiles to our buyer list. Now, I don't see this happening much on LinkedIn, but I definitely see it happening on other platforms, other social media platforms, which is if I have a complaint about a company, I will go to social media and complain about that company. And then, of course, tag them so that they see it and that everybody else understands who I'm complaining about. I don't see that happening a lot on LinkedIn, but I think those other social media platforms and receiving that feedback or at least monitoring that feedback is also critical in understanding what your customer is expecting, what their demands are, what their views of your organization are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that um, this is very important to keep track of what's going on on as many social platforms as possible. And the good thing is that uh, for for some people it's good, but for others it's not that good, is that we're living in the AI age. So with the help of AI, actually, you can gather this data and you can analyze it, like the AI will analyze it for you and then give you the information that you need as a company, like what these people really need. Like they may complain about the... Uh, customer support, they may complain about a specific feature, they may complain about specific person, but like just reading this is is not always the easiest thing to figure out what this person needs. Maybe he just feels bad today, like, and he has written a really, really emotional comment. And when you are reading because of this emotion, you are affected and you can't see the real need that this person has, which maybe just I want a, a more polite customer support person. This is all that I need. I, I don't need someone to solve my financial issues. I just need someone who can treat me as a human. And this is all that I need. But I, I have a bad day. Like my, my child is sick today. And your customer support is treating me bad. So I'm going to make your life a nightmare. So I'm going to write uh, a 60 paragraph comment how bad your company is when in the end of the day, it was just your customer support 
who wasn't able to answer a simple question in a human way. And that's all that I was searching for. But because we are humans and we are affected by the emotions, we can get that. And with the help of AI, it can analyze the data. It can also analyze the sentiment, what's the emotion behind all this, and actually find out what's the real reason uh, reason behind that. But of course, it can it, it need to be it needs to be fine tuned in order to to do that. You can just install it and it it um, automatically figures figures this out. But it is much better in figuring this out faster than than a team of professionals in, in that because you can provide as many data as, as you want and it can make connections that um, for now maybe uh, only the top experts in that can can make between the, the words and most probably most of the projects can't afford such experts who can analyze the, the customer sentiment from, from a post like that. What's interesting is we talk about AI as a way to analyze human emotions. That's basically what you're saying. And yet we see a lot of organizations that are placing the human connection with AI to facilitate support. And what we are seeing in the industry is that consumers are getting more discouraged with the AI replacing human support that human support is becoming now a critical differentiation in the support areas of a business. And yet what you talked about was really the critical piece. If you have somebody complaining about an experience they had with your organization and you're expecting the AI to just facilitate a question and answer, what's your question? Here's the answer. What's your question? Here's the answer. That's going to continue to overly frustrate your customers. And yet we can't seem to point the AI specifically at that sentiment. I can sense that you're having a bad day. Let me get you a real person who can help you in this space or help you with your problem. That sentiment, that analysis of the human emotion whether it's a good day or a bad day, or look, I just need an answer, I'm, I'm in a rush, whatever it is, we're so focused on building automation tools and getting answers quickly, we forget that maybe somebody doesn't need a quick answer and they just need to be listened to. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that you're bringing up very, very important Point. Um, what I see as conversations on LinkedIn and uh, Twitter also, because we are in the AI with, with our pro- project, so uh, we are trying to understand what people think and feel about it, is that it's very interesting that right now in the world, there are mainly two positions. I'm for AI and I'm against AI. There, there is nothing in the middle. So... People are saying of like, I can use AI for that or I can't use the AI for that. But what I believe is that actually the truth is in the middle, as always. Like AI can can help us to, to be more efficient. It's not going to replace us. It's the same with our tool, like... We are constantly 
educating people about that. Look, we are not going to automate your comments. We are looking to help you to be more efficient with your comments because AI can't read your mind. AI doesn't know your experience, your knowledge, your tips, your hacks. So it can help you. It's the same with the customer support. Like you said, you have AI, but you also have humans because there are some people who are here to, to find out what's the status of their package. Is it delivered or it's not delivered? Like why you should waste a time of a person to actually go online and click a few links and then go back and say it's delivered or it's not delivered. AI can simply do that in a, with, uh, in a gentle, polite way. But if it is a more sophisticated problem, if the person is in a bad condition, if the person is very, very angry, then the AI can say, give me a second. Um, I think that um, another person from another department is more suitable for, for your need. Let me transfer you to this person. And here it is. We have a great team of AI and a in a person and they can work together to solve more problems because you know pe uh, people are people in the end of the day so they get exhausted right ai can't be exhausted but like if a person uh, has to track packages like for six hours and they and then in in his or her last two working hours there are 10 emotional people so guess what he or she will become also emotional. He or she will forget about how to treat these people in a polite and kind way. And you have lost 10 people because this guy or gal has been doing a, a boring job that can be easily done by, by a computer without actually affecting the customer experience in a negative way. In my book, I wrote a chapter called Artificial Customer Relationships. Each business is going to be different and every consumer is going to be different in terms of how much of that they want, which then gets to a level of personalization. Like for some customers, you can provide more automation. For other customers, you provide less automation. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a, a solution that solves everybody's problems. But it has to be understood. It has to be analyzed and has to be implemented very delicately in some cases so that you don't end up with artificial relationships. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. The thing is that um, there is a, a trend, a wave of like, if we don't add AI to our company, we are behind everyone. But that's not the reality. Like you just said, sometimes adding AI can destroy your business because 10 angry people, 10 angry customers can lead to 100 other angry customers. And these 100 angry customers can lead to 1,000 angry customers. And very soon you're out of the business because you have tried to save some money or to, to just be on the wave. So that's why analyzing Thinking, making tests is very, very important before jumping on this wave and then feeling bad that actually this wave has fooded your business. Share a little bit about your business and how people can get in touch with you. 
Commenter AI, like I said, it's an ecosystem that is helping people to, to become better commenters and achieve more with, with their comments. Um, it's an AI tool that is generating suggestions for comments because, like I already said, it's very important for people to participate in AIs, not just leave them to do the, all the work. In that case, because we're talking about finding clients, getting clients, personal brand, it should have part of you in each of the comment. And AI can do this instead of you. That's why we are generating a suggestion for a comment, which saves you tremendous amount of time. We have customers that have saved more than seven times of their time writing comments. And then you just post it on, on LinkedIn. It's absolutely safe uh, for, for using because it's a Chrome extension which doesn't connect with your LinkedIn. So LinkedIn can catch you there. And we have uh, a very, how to, uh, how to say, supportive community where we are helping people to become better commenters. We do monthly AMAs where we also answer questions. So we are trying to make it as personalized as possible. Because like we just discussed, AI can do part of the work, but humans are, are still important and they will be always important. So people, don't be afraid. You won't be replaced, but your life may become easier. So if people are interested about that, the project is called commenter.ai and this is the website. Actually, um, I am there. They'll see me there and I'm a very active on LinkedIn. So they can find me there too. And of course, I will have links for all of the ways you can find Commenter and yourself on our website. Appreciate it so much. Thank you for joining. Thank you very much, Chris, for having me. It was an amazing pleasure to be here. And of course, thanks to all of you who are listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review. Your feedback helps us improve and grow. And if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, you can connect with us throughout social media and online at Chris Hood Show. And please share this episode with your friends, family, colleagues, or anyone else looking to grow their business and start their own digital evolution. Until next week, take care and stay connected.